This story happened on November 14, 1995 in Beijing. At midnight, bus 375 pulled out of the Yuan Ming Yuan bus terminus. This was the last bus of the night, and its destination was Xiangshan, Fragrant Hills. On board were the driver and a female conductor. The night was bitterly cold, and a harsh wind was blowing. It stopped at the south gate next to the Summer Palace, and when the doors opened, four passengers got on. An old lady, a young couple, and a young man. The young couple sat up at the front behind the driver, while the old lady and the boy sat on the other side of the bus, beside the doors. As the bus drove through the night, all they could hear was the drone of the engine. It was a quiet, remote area, and there were no other vehicles on the road. After a while, the driver spotted two shadows by the side of the road, waving at the bus. The driver stopped, and when the doors opened, three people got on. There were two men who were supporting a third man between them, holding him up by his shoulders. The man in the middle looked disheveled, and his head was bowed, so nobody could see his face. All three were dressed in traditional Chinese robes from the Qing Dynasty, and their faces were deathly pale. The other passengers on the bus were scared and glanced nervously at each other as the driver pulled off and continued down the road. The female conductor tried to calm everyone down by saying, Don't be afraid. They could be just actors shooting a costume drama in the vicinity. Maybe they got drunk after work and forgot to change clothes. The old woman kept turning around and staring at the three strangers who were seated at the back of the bus. There was an airy silence. None of the passengers said a word. All they could hear was the wind whistling outside. After three or four stops, the young couple got off the bus. The bus driver and the female conductor were chatting and laughing. The old lady suddenly jumped to her feet and hit the young man sitting in front of her. She was shouting and making a big fuss, telling everyone that he had stolen her purse. The young man stood up and started arguing with her, but the old woman grabbed him by the collar and demanded that the driver let them off the next stop so she could bring him to the police station. The young man was speechless. When the bus stopped, the old lady dragged the young man out. They watched as the bus drove off into the night and the old lady breathed a sigh of relief. Where's the police station? Asked the young man. There is no police station. The old lady replied. I just saved your life. What? How did you save my life? The young man said puzzled. Those three people were ghosts. The old lady replied. Ever since they got in the bus, I had my doubts about them. So I kept looking back at them. It so happened that there was a wind blowing through the window and I saw everything. It lifted their long ropes and I saw that they had no legs 
The young man stared at the old lady in surprise. He started sweating. He couldn't say a word. The old lady called the police and told them what she had seen. The next day, bus 375 failed to report to the station. It had vanished along with the driver and the female conductor. The police searched the entire city, but could find no trace of it. They questioned the old woman and the young man, but they dismissed their story and decided that they were mentally ill. That night, the Beijing Evening News and the Beijing News reported on the story. The old woman and the young man were both interviewed live on TV. Two days later, the police eventually found the missing bus. It was submerged in the Miyun Reservoir, about 100 kilometers from Fragrant Hills. Inside the bus, they discovered three badly decomposed bodies. The bus driver, the female conductor, and an unidentified man. There were a number of other mysteries surrounding this case. One, the bus did not have enough gas to drive all the way to Mayun Reservoir. And when the police opened the petrol tank, they found it was filled with blood. Two, even though the bodies were found only two days after they disappeared, they were very badly decomposed. Even if it was summer, the process of decomposition could not be this quick. An autopsy confirmed that there had been no intentional meddling with the bodies. How could they decompose so quickly? 3. The police did a strict inspection of all the security tapes on each entrance leading to the Mayun Reservoir, but the bus wasn't seen in any of them. In fact, they found nothing out of the ordinary whatsoever. How could the bus get there without being seen? To this day, it remains an unsolved mystery. Hey, what's up, everybody? That about wraps it up for tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you guys enjoyed this piece. Um, some of you may have already heard this story already, but I actually heard this story not too long ago myself. Um, I was talking with, with uh, one of my buddies at work one day, and uh, he had brought it up because he told me that he was watching YouTuber Mike Chen doing a food review one day, and uh, Mike Chen actually brought up this story. And believe it or not, this is a true story that happened in Beijing, China, that is still ongoing. There is no rhyme or reason, no explanation to what exactly happened, which is super freaky when you know that it's true and there's no explanation. Um, uh, I mean, in other versions of the story, the bus number is different. Um, instead of the old lady, it's an old man. Some details in the story are kind of switched around, but I mean, the concept and the moral of the story is still the same. So, I mean, yeah, if you want to Google this up and uh, kind of do your own research, yeah, man, it's freaky stuff, man. Um, I mean, the whole part about the bodies being decomposed in just a few days uh, and then the blood being found in the gas tank, that was true, according to the article that I read. Super freaky stuff, man. I mean, some things in life just can't be explained. 
and that scares the shit out of everybody <laughs> just to be for, just to be real um but thank you guys so much for getting me past 2000 subs i love you guys i consider you guys family now <laughs> thank you for the love and support uh and again if you have stories to send my way please shoot them to my email address and i will get back to you as soon as i can uh, again, I'm, I'm sorry for the delay in the release of my stories. I'm trying to come up with new ideas and everything. Um, also balancing life and this whole pandemic situation. And then my day job, my nine to five, you know, that thing that you do every single day that you love so much. Nah, not really, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, most importantly, I just hope you guys are doing well. I hope the family's doing good. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you on the next one. All right. Take it easy. Take care. Peace.